Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. So what's going on, successes? Listen, Tyler McCart coming at you. Episode 105, baby. 105. Mr. PJ Simmons, the millennial himself, man, out there kicking butt and taking names. Man, he is on deck. You're going to enjoy his episode. But man, first and foremost, I wanted to ask, tell you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the Success Edge podcast, where we come at you with success. Yes, Jesus and success in the marketplace, not in the four walls of the church, but in the marketplace. If you're out there kicking butt and taking names for the Lord, succeeding in the marketplace, I want to hear from you. I want to actually have you on the Success Edge podcast, just like PJ Simmons, just like all the other guests that I've had on the Success Edge, because we need more stories. We need to hear from you to know that, you know what, you can succeed God's way. That is the bottom, bottom line for the Success Edge, is to be a light and encouragement to make you successful in the marketplace. So I want to take a quick second and actually thank our sponsor, Mr. Chris Schrader at SchraderCreations.com. I want you guys to go out there to thesuccessedge.biz backslash Chris, and you can actually take a look at all the things that Chris does from illustrations, animations, custom design, digital print, digital marketing, uh, web design, web development. Chris has a whole entire suite of things that he does to help promote your business, promote your business. you know, what you're doing in the marketplace. And let me tell you, he's done that for Amy and I, for my wife and I. We've had some things that we've helped work with Chris on, and it has been a blessing to work with Chris. So go out there and take advantage. Mention the Success Edge when you contact Chris and get 15% off your artwork, web design, printed material that Chris will work on. You will not be disappointed, guys. I'm telling you, you won't be disappointed. So let's jump into this interview actually now with PJ. I'm very excited about this. This is a young buck, okay? He's making waves out there in the marketplace with gospel-driven entrepreneur. And guys, you can find all of PJ's information out on the show notes at thesuccessedge.biz backslash SEC105. And the big takeaway that I want you guys to hear is this right here, that your success in the marketplace is tied to you having a conversation, a going back and forth with your heavenly father. Okay. You have got to have that going back and forth. It's not a one-sided conversation where you're doing all the talking and it's not a one-sided conversation where God's doing all the talking. God is intimately involved with going back and forth, having a conversation with you about your success in the marketplace. So without further ado, let's jump into this interview and we'll catch you guys on the other side. So what's going on, Success Edge listeners? Tyler McCart coming at you. Man, gang, I am jacked, okay? Number one, I've ha- I'm working on my second cup of coffee, all right, right there. <laughs> and number two, I get the honor and privilege of introducing another, what I would classify, young buck, all right? A millennial, all right, that 
is killing it in the marketplace, that is actually succeeding in the marketplace. And not only is he succeeding, he is actually making a difference out there because I discovered PJ when I was on Interstate 85 sitting in traffic. <laughs> it was bumper to bumper. I so I'm I'm cruising along, stop, go, stop, go. So in the in, when I was stopped, just letting you know that guys, when I was stopped, I was thumbing through and I said, you know, who else has got out there that's, you know, doing a podcast, you know, that is all about the marketplace Christian and all about entrepreneurs and all about success in the marketplace. And lo and behold, I discover the gospel driven entrepreneur. Ha ha. And I immediately tap on it. I immediately start listening. I immediately start loving the content that I'm finding. And I said, I've got to reach out to this guy, PJ Simmons. And I did. We connected. And one thing led to another. And boom, SEC, I've got him here on the show. So, PJ, welcome to the show, brother. Man, super excited to be here, man. Thanks for the uh, for the kind words, even though you found me through a very dangerous mode of uh, uh, searching. <laughs> you know, I mean, you, 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 on the stop and go on eighty five, if you Atlanta traffic, you gotta you gotta do Bro, something sometimes. Okay, I do the I do the same thing. Don't worry <laughs> about it. Oh man, oh man. But uh, SEC, here's the thing. You know, PJ is twenty eight years young. All right. Currently today he is single, but he is getting ready to be hitched in April. Oh yeah! All right, hitched in April, and uh, you know I, I'm excited for him for that. And then the other thing is, you know, he's got a full time job, okay, and uh, but he has his other business, you know, the gospel driven entrepreneur on the side. He might have other businesses. That we you know we might find that out as we go along, but you know, guys, here is somebody that is out there in the marketplace. He's rolled up his sleeves. All right, in the trenches, and he is making a difference. So, you know, PJ, I know I kind of gave a little bit of background and so forth like that. You know, do us a favor, put a little more color around that, and tell us how you became a Christian. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, well, I guess it kind of goes back to uh, growing up in the church, really, man. I uh, uh, grew up in a small town right outside of Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, Grew up in the church, did the whole summer camp thing uh, as a kid. Uh, came to know the Lord at a at a very young age uh, of eight, you know, and never never had kind of one of those moments of kind of you know going off in college and exploring sin a little bit more deeper. But uh, the Lord kept me, man, uh, through middle school, high school college uh, of just really passionately seeking him, uh, which was really, really, really cool. So met the Lord uh, at a kid's camp, uh, I think back in 1995. It is so funny. I look back on pictures of like different youth camps and stuff back there in in our town and always see these t-shirts that says, Christ was alive in 1995. (laughs) It was like their slogan is like the funniest the most hilarious, like goodness, the crazy it's, it's stuff like, Christians it's like, do. Is he still alive? I mean, I know, right? <laughs> exactly. I hope so. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, dude, did that. Uh, became a Christian then. Uh, grew up in the church. Uh, went 
to Bible College uh, at Lee University, uh, finished up there in 2009, moved to Atlanta, and uh, been here ever since. Nice, nice, yeah. man. Dude, I, PJ, I can totally, totally relate to you. I mean, I, myself, my story, I grew up in church as well. You know, my small town is a relative term. You know, Snellville, Georgia is, I still think <laughs> it's pretty small, you know, or whatever, but even though it's right outside of Atlanta, but you know, just like, just like you, you know, you actually beat me, you know, I, I got saved at age nine. So, you know, I, I was a little on the delay side. So, <laughs> but you know, just like you, um, the Lord kept me, you yeah. know, through the whole entire high school, college, you know, years. And, you know, I didn't go and quote unquote, some wild oats. And, you know, I think it's a true testimony and a true, um, and I'm actually curious about this, PJ, because, yeah. I mean, sometimes Christians or sometimes, you know, the perception is you can't have fun. You can't enjoy the Christian walk that is it's boring, it's mundane. I'm going to be strapped down by all these rules and regulations and stuff like that. I mean, but in my opinion, it's been a blast. It's been an adventure. It's been Absolutely. a faith walk. I mean, is that... Is that what you found as well, PJ? My goodness, uh, just a freaking blast. It has been absolutely amazing, man. It's been it's been crazy just to think just man, even at such a young age of being 28 now that over the last 20 years that I've been uh, de- literally developing a relationship uh with Jesus and I think about you know different things that I may have gone through or you know different transitions of my life of you know whether that was going into high school leaving home for college you know figuring out you know what I want to do as a vocation and uh man just being on all those types of journeys and experiences and all of that being navigated uh by somebody that you deeply love uh, in Jesus, it's been it's been an absolute blast, and so yeah, that's what that's one thing, man, that I've been super thankful for that my relationship uh, or my Christianity has never been uh, kind of this. Let's do this, not do that type thing, kind of you know rule keeping type stuff, but just enjoying the Lord and uh, going uh, where He tells me to go, and when I screw up, having having the blessing of coming back to him say hey lord forgive me let's let's go at it again let's do it and so uh uh it's been really cool man a lot of fun man praise god that is so well put i love what you said right there you know pj of someone that you know i love and i know he loves me but that navigates me yeah through through life and i mean because that's that's the beauty of of you're not alone you know you're never absolutely. you're never alone in this walk right absolutely man absolutely i uh if, if i was the only person i had to talk to is myself and uh, i find <laughs> you know sometimes i do that <laughs> but uh it's always uh great man to just constantly uh feel loved and accepted and um just to have that uh, person to lean into, man, and find Amen. identity, and so it's been it's been awesome. Amen. So, you know, PJ, we're on the success edge, so we have to talk about success. Oh yeah. Right? So, you know, in your 
viewpoint from your, you know, your perch that you kind of sit on and uh, we might, I might got, I might have a follow-up question about this a little bit here in a sec, but you know, what's your definition of success, you know, for a Christian in the marketplace? Yeah. Great question. I mean, you know, it's easy to, uh, kind of go the uh, Sunday school route here here and say, you know, success is trusting in God and like, but it totally is. Uh, But I think it's a conjunction specifically for the Christian in the marketplace is a, uh, uh, it's where obedience uh, meets uh, reaching your goals. Uh, I love uh, pursuing Christ uh, listening to the Lord as it pertains to life and business and vision and where I should be moving and going and uh, what I should be chasing and those type of things. But at the same time, uh, the only metric for really marketplace success, you know, outside of your relationship with the Lord, uh, is reaching goals that you set. Uh, so when I'm able to... Uh, capture where I want to be in six months, uh, have that as a goal and write out a game plan on how I'm going to get there. Uh, if I reach that goal by following those game plans, uh, I find that as successful. You know, a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of people have those metrics of, you know, Hey, I want to be at a hundred thousand dollars. I want to have this many employees, this, that, that I, I love, I'm, I'm just much more interested in the journey. You know, I definitely want to be taken care of. You know, financially and bills paid and all that stuff and have goals. Hey, I want to be here in life and that kind of thing. But uh, th- those things uh, are much more part of the journey of just walking in obedience, setting goals, hustling, kill it, reaching those goals. And I say, hey, man, I succeeded uh, in 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 this thing. Amen. And so, PJ, I'm I'm really interested in this right here to, I I like, I like that you said, you know, it's a conjunction. Yeah. And especially for in the marketplace. And because you said that, I, and, you know, just even the time that, you know, we're kind of in and, you know, I know that this episode will be released, you know, in January. So we're at the turn of a year, right? People are going to have supposedly new year's resolutions or new year's goals or whatever it is. And they have kind of that self, reflection mm-hmm. what's you know what's your process i mean what's how how do you you know kind of you know in obedience to the your heavenly father and listening to the holy spirit how do you set those goals and and you know go about making a plan to reach those? i'm really interested to hear yeah. how you do that no that's great man yeah there's a couple couple things that i've done uh in the past i you know kind of like so through some, you know, before we started recording today, we talked about some of the things that you and I do to kind of check out and uh, be alone. One thing that I love to do is I, I love visiting monasteries. Uh, I have to get away, live right in the middle of downtown Atlanta. Most of my work is in Atlanta and New York City. So I'm kind of going back and forth uh, with my full time job. And so to just get away out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, hang out in a super quiet place, listen to the Lord, um, and just kind of navigate what the next year is going to look like. Just dream, talk about the Lord, write some stuff down, uh, that kind of stuff. And then what I typically do is kind of go back and um, 
I've made the mistake in the past of uh, coming up with like 15 to 20 different, you know, life goals for the next year type thing, which those never work out. <laughs> so yeah, I would highly suggest just, you know, what are those three things uh, that you want to move into, you know, both personally and uh, another thing uh, vocation wise, business wise, you know, whether that's you want to reach a certain revenue goal or, uh, you know, like me, one of my biggest ones is is moving into this gospel driven entrepreneur thing full time, uh, and so having a strategy uh, for that, I have a, a certain date that I have to have a certain revenue uh, developed by, so that I can move into it part time, uh, literally on April eighteenth, and then move into it full time August first, and so I have certain uh, numbers, metrics, goals that I have to reach in order to do that. Uh, same thing with you know spiritually, just taking time to to meet with the Lord, assessing what does this year look like. Uh, how do I want to grow next year? How does the Lord want me to grow next year? And uh, setting some setting some goals uh, with that, whether that's you know books that I need to be reading or uh, scheduling time to go on retreats, uh, scheduling time to get away, uh, that type of stuff is just super. Uh, super helpful, and I actually have a big. I, have, I actually have a designed poster. I wish I could show you guys, but it's literally hanging in a frame uh, over the top of my computer, and it's it says personal development plan for 2015, and I have uh, every goal uh, in a really cool kind of designed piece uh, that reminds me every day of the year of, of what I'm what I'm chasing, what I'm trying to go after. Man, PJ, that is. All these things that you said is, I love what you said about, you know, not 15 or 20 things, maybe just let's focus on two to three things. Yeah. And I love what you said of just getting alone um, and, you know, listening and, you know, it's, it's I, I call it, you know, uh, get away from the noise. Mm-hmm. Right. And, but I'm interested, you know, with you know, what you said about your, you know, your revenue goals or even, you know, your personal development, what books, you know, during those quiet moments, I mean, are you, do you feel like the Lord is, you know, are you laying those things out and putting them before the Lord? Or do you, are you prompted by, you know, uh, the Holy Spirit of saying, you know, that I feel the Lord is wanting me to put out there, you know, for me to be part time, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just using that specifically. So yeah, I want, yeah, I want absolutely. To hear, I want to hear you know, kind of the, walk us through that. Cause I mean, you know, there's, I mean, on the success edge, you know, we're all about success and right. You know, we're all about the runway. Okay? Absolutely. This, the story of how it happens because everybody's going to have a different road to hoe. Okay. But there's certain, you know, keys to that. It's the, it's the same hoe yeah. right, that you're hoeing with. Right. Everyone yeah. has, has the same hoe. It's just, you got a different line, different, uh, row that you're hoeing. So walk, walk me through that right there. Yeah, that's, that's a great question, man. I'm actually glad, uh, that you asked that. Uh, I'm a big proponent of, yeah, absolutely listening to the Lord, uh, being prompted with things, that kind of things. But at the same time, man, uh, God has given us, uh, specifically as, you know, individuals who listen to podcasts like yours and like mine, uh, you know, we want to, we want to find success, whatever that, that means for us. And so 
I believe that God has given us certain skill sets and passions in in the realm of planning uh, and strategic uh, setting up goals, things that we need to accomplish. Same thing with like, you know, I kind of look at it as as if, you know, when I work out, right? I don't I don't walk into a gym and and pray that Lord tell me, you know, what part of my body I need to work out today. Uh, you know, I, I I sit down and say, hey, this is where I need to be. A lot of times that, you know, I'll throw these things out on the table. Hey, Lord, I want to be here at this date. I want to move into this area at at this time. I want to read this many books and kind of building a framework around that. And it's kind of a back and forth, man, of, yeah, both being prompted, listening to the Lord, but throwing uh, a lot of things out there that maybe things you've heard from conversations over the course of the year of, you know, whether that's books you're reading of, hey, this guy suggested this book to me, that book to me, or I read this on Entrepreneur Magazine on this is how I'm supposed to pursue of developing a business and moving into it full time. And so uh, God has given us those common graces through life to learn and experience from. And I think it's a, a pretty cool, interesting tapestry of of using what he's already given us um, through common grace uh, and also taking the time to listen to him to allow him to speak into those things so I don't think it's like a like a either or you know something and, and this may just be personally you know for me but but my process is always uh, you know I'm usually in front of a whiteboard or a piece of paper or something like that come up with a plan, throw some ideas on the wall, hang out with the Lord, stick with them, uh, never really hear this kind of, you know, voice from the sky, pick this one, pick that one, pick this one. But just kind of, dude, I I think God enjoys more uh, just sitting down and hanging out with me as I'm working through these things more than he is interested in saying, PJ, Choose this, choose that, choose this, or else you know you may may not get it right. I think he's he's just much more passionate about the communion uh, of spending time with me and 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 appreciative of me inviting him into that process uh, than anything else. Uh, PJ, I, I love the statement that you made right there of the back and forth, right? that it's not a one-way conversation, you know, for, for both sides. I mean, sometimes, you know, we, you know, most people will sit there and go, well, you know, I just, you know, I need to need to tell God everything and so forth and just hoping to pray that that's what's going to happen. And then the other side of that, so the coin is, well, you know, whatever God tells me to do, you know, is exactly what I'm going to do. Yeah. And God sits there and says, no. I have a relationship I have with you. You're my son. You have a voice. I mean, that's why it says, and you know, I think it's what, uh, first John five, you know, that we can come boldly and confidently into the throne room of grace. Yeah. You know, and, you know, put our requests known, made known to God. Uh, and you know, that's why, you know, that God even says that, I mean, Jesus says it, you know, clear as clear as day that, um, you know, ask anything, you know, I mean, anything he it's it's not like he's not saying you can't, you know, not ask. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I love that, you know, of the back and forth and 
putting stuff on on the pa- on piece of paper and allowing those gentle nudges or those promptings of the direction you go go in um, because and that's that's so good so PJ I, I can't get away from this question I have to ask you you know how did you and the Lord I mean walk us through tell us the story how you arrived at April 18th, you know, of going part-time with, you know, gospel-driven entrepreneur. I I really want to hear this story because this will be really good for the listener to kind of just hear how how you and God went back and forth. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, A a lot of that has to play into kind of some recent happenings uh, with gospel-driven entrepreneurs. So our organization has been kind of semi- been acquired uh, by another company out of Tampa, Florida, uh, in which uh, rolling out a new brand in 2016 uh, called Call to Create uh, is what it's going to be. It, where I'll serve as the CEO uh, of the business as well as have a you know a major uh, percentage partnership uh, in in the business, and so uh, we have kind of a three month ramp up. Uh, of of just seeing you know hey w- I want to move into this role uh, part time because I'm leading a nonprofit right now and I don't want to just kind of quit high and dry I really want to lead them with the most success that I possibly can because I've been involved for for about five years now of of leading that initiative um, so we just kind of picked a date man I mean it wasn't it wasn't so much of just Lord, what would you want? Can you pick a date for us? But um, just kind of navigating, feeling what the Lord was speaking to me of, you know, when's the right time to make an exit uh, of of where I'm currently at full time? Uh, kind of picking a date and saying, God, I, I believe that you uh, are moving me in this direction and moving me here. Um, let's shoot for it over the next three months. Uh, help me to plan, execute, uh, make things happen. I pray that you move uh, behind the scenes and the doors and, and, and get stuff done that needs to get stuff done, uh, that we can move into that uh, situation on, on April 18th, moving into that uh, new position. Nice, nice, and I appreciate you kind of giving the context and kind of your dialogue. Yeah, you know that you were going through with the Lord on this because you know this is real. I mean this this is you know you're what now um, you know getting ready to. I mean we're what now uh, what three four months away from this. Yeah, right. Four months. Yeah. yeah, four months away from this, and you know so this is coming you know to a head. And, you know, you're walking by faith. This is, this is why, I mean, I posted a thing, you know, on Instagram this morning, uh, as I was in my quiet time, you know, about Hebrews 11 verse one, you know, uh, where it talk, you know, now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things unseen. And, you know, in, in my humble yet accurate opinion, (laughs) (laughs) the greatest study outside of the love of God that you can do as a believer is to understand how faith works. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're living that out right now, PJ. Amen. Amen. You're, you, because I, I go back to one of the 
all-time favorite verses that you know I constantly go back to on the Success Edge is Proverbs sixteen verse three. Yeah, and I love it in the Amplified. It says, "Roll your works upon the Lord," and that's what you're doing when you're talking to Him, you're listening to Him, you're you know committing your way. It says, "Commit and trust them wholly to Him." So you know it says your works. That's that's a key thing. This is your works you know, PJ, that you're working on, but you're committing them wholly to him. And then what's the cool thing is that God says, and he will cause your thoughts to become agreeable to his will. So shall your plans, your plans again, here we are, we're back into your plans again, will be established and succeed. Yep. You know, I mean, that, good. that just goes right in line with this whole obedience and uh, reaching your goals. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, that, that's just a good picture of that because it's your goals, it's your plans, right? But you're rolling and then you're committing them to him. And then God, in his way, he is the one that causes your thoughts, you know, to become agreeable to his will. And uh, man, PJ, that's just a good, good dynamic right there of, you know, expressing that right there. That's good stuff. So PJ, you know, in, in your young entrepreneurial endeavors and, you know, (laughs) you, you, uh, you know, helping out with this nonprofits and everything, you know, tell, tell the success edge, you know, how you've bounced back from a failure moment. What was that process like? Cause you know, I heard the Holy spirit tell me one time that Tyler, you don't qualify for success until you've had a failure. Yeah. Okay. Um, so tell us how you had a failure, but you bounced back, how you learned from that and how the Lord walked, walked you through that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would think one of the biggest, biggest ones, man, is early on in this uh, nonprofit uh, endeavor, we were uh, working to pursue some uh, basically hosting student conferences uh, for churches, youth groups, that kind of thing, uh, geared towards social good. Um, And we had uh, set out – Developed a contract with a incredible venue uh, in Atlanta. You may be familiar with the Buckhead Theater. Uh, used to be the Roxy, I believe. Yep. Yep. Um, negotiated some contracts, did that thing. You know, name was on the line for for quite a bit of money. Uh, that type of stuff. And my responsibility uh, was really just filling filling the seats. You know, in order to in order to pay for it. Uh, And man, I just could not get it. Uh, We definitely filled some seats, uh, but not nearly uh, what we needed it to be. Uh, And that was a moment for me of just like, you know, am I am I capable? You know, am I uh, can I do this? You know, how? Why does it look so easy for other people? Uh, and then here I am uh, majorly failing at this. Um, and through that process, man, there was uh, number one, had one of the most gracious 
bosses uh, I could <laughs> ever ever have had. Um, you know, that definitely uh, uh, disciplined and navigated and, and that kind of stuff, but was never uh, overbearing or, you know, s- stripping my identity or, you know, didn't get fired or anything like that, which was a miracle in and of itself. Um, but just through that process, man, just learned on, you know, how to navigate really just navigate failure and how to not like be so hard on yourself and thinking at the end of the day, uh, you know, this isn't, this isn't something that's going to sink me. Like I made a mistake. Uh, I failed in this endeavor, but you know, I'm not on the street. I'm not, you know, begging people for food. I'm still, uh, being taken care of. Uh, and that, that was a huge moment for me of just, Really just kind of, you know, you would think that in that instant, you're like, oh, oh crap, I'm never going to take any more risks uh, ever again. Uh, but that really kind of gave me uh, a push and built faith into saying, uh, okay, I can do this. Like, I, I want to give it another try. <laughs> I want to go at it again. And so that was a huge moment. Uh, for me, I think it, even in you know even as I pursued this this lifestyle of entrepreneurship of just having that failure moment and saying okay, I made it through a pretty bad time. Uh, it may get worse than that at some time, uh, but uh, you know if 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 that's as bad as it can get, uh, I can do this. I can make it happen. You know it's it's interesting you say that because it's it's two things that. You said right there that I think is key. One is you you wrestled with it, but you didn't allow it to identify. You didn't allow that failure yeah. to, you know, I become your identity. Yeah. Right. And then secondly, I, the other thing I I heard you say was you went through it, and you that means you didn't camp out. You didn't yeah sit there and wallow in it. You didn't sit there and you know, build your house right there and stay there. Yeah, just yeah. You just it, you kept moving forward uh, through that process. You know, PJ, I, that that is such a such a good testimony of just learning from failure. Absolutely, man, that's good stuff. Well, PJ, you know, tell us, you know, tell us, tell us, says a little bit about you know, number one. Uh, gospel-driven entrepreneur, and what's on the horizon and what you're most excited about right now with it. Definitely. Yeah, so gospel-driven entrepreneur, man, I started uh, probably about 15, 16 months ago, uh, really with a desire um, to uh, invest and equip entrepreneurs on on how to think uh not so much strategically about business principles and you know, strategies and that kind of thing, but more so of of how the gospel uh, plays into the products they're creating, the culture that they're, they're developing in their businesses, uh, the culture that they're creating for, for human flourishing, uh, and how uh, their endeavors are able to partner with Christ's mission in bringing about the kingdom of heaven on earth and reconciling uh, all creation to himself. 
And so I was looking for some mediums on how to, you know, how to effectively do that and had some experience through uh, interviews, uh, love networking, love meeting new people. And um, I just decided to go with a podcast, man. And so uh, launched that in September 2014. We release uh, two episodes a week. Uh, with a new entrepreneur, a new leader uh, from around the world, uh, all the way from you know startup solo entrepreneurs to individuals who may have you know fifty plus employees uh, under underneath them, uh, and it's been absolutely amazing. You know, kind of as I shared a little bit before, working to move into it full time. Um, this February, we're hosting a, a retreat. For entrepreneurs, uh, for for gospel driven entrepreneurs uh, around the country, we're hosting that in Mount Berry, Georgia, uh, in early February. Uh, really, just kind of set the tone for 2016 uh, of of building a strong foundation on the gospel and how we can influence others uh, w- strategically uh, with the power of the gospel and Christ uh, mesh mission and and message. Uh, all the while making money. So <laughs> that's kind of some things that I got moving towards in, in 2016. PJ, man, this has been really good. Um, and I'm so thankful I've had you on and I'm so thankful that, um, you know, just, just from the search and everything, you know, uh, I was able to find you, yeah. um, you know, out there and again, provide the success edge community, another resource, another place where you can go and find a trusted resource uh, f- to help you and guide you in the marketplace. And, you know, I, I've i listened to several, you know, of, you know, uh, I, I don't know if you call it the, the GDE, you know, um, yet or, or the gospel driven entrepreneur, yeah, yeah. you know, whatever. But uh, I've listened to multiples uh, and it is just a great, great podcast for you guys to listen to guys but um well you know pj just kind of wrapping down here you know if um because you interview so many entrepreneurs you know if you i think how many episodes have you gotten up to now i think it's like over 120 now aren't you close to that yeah so yesterday we released episode 115 yeah so you're that's what i thought yeah um and so with people that are entrepreneurs and people, so you, you talk about success, you talk about them, you know, in their walk, you know, what is the one to two common things that if you're sitting across from someone that's in the marketplace that we're at Starbucks and you said, you know, these are the one to two things that I hear all of these people say, um, and you could communicate to that person across the table from you, you know, what would it be? Man, yeah, it's just the importance of communing with God. You know, we uh, as business leaders, as people in the marketplace, or, you know, even not as necessarily as business leaders, but even just, you know, in in vocation and workforce, especially in the West, man, we, uh, uh, there's a lot of identity wrapped up in your vocation, how successful you are, uh, if you're reaching your goals, if you're um, performing. And uh, man, the gospel 
uh, is just a crazy, amazing, uh, encapsulating freedom uh, from falling uh, into having that mindset as your identity, uh, of chasing your identity uh, in success. I mean, it's kind of like the, uh, uh, you know, what what should come first thing. And I think if our success is filtered uh, through our identity in the gospel, uh, man, that is a much richer life uh, to live. And so it's very important uh, to be intentional about communing uh, with the king, spending time with the king. Because if you're driven, man, if you want to be successful, um, you got to hustle, dude. You got to work. You got to make it happen. Uh, you got to struggle. You got to fight. Uh, and it's easy to just get lost in that. Uh, but if we're able to pursue those things and fight and struggle and hustle uh, while being firmly uh, planted uh, in the gospel, uh, man, that opens up just an incredible opportunity for a well-lived life. Amen. I love that. A well-lived life. Because, I mean, here you are, PJ, now 20 years of it being in the Lord. And here I am, 28 years of being in the Lord. And, you know, like we said in the beginning, there, it's, it's awesome. It's, it's an adventure. It's, it's not restrictive. It's, not, it's, it's freedom, you know. And communing with that, you know, uh, our Father, I, I love that. I love that. Man, that's good stuff. Well, PJ, uh, PJ where's the best place that um, the Success Edge can connect with you and find you? Absolutely. Yeah, you can follow me. Uh, Twitter is a huge one, uh, at PJ Simmons. Uh, for Gospel Driven Entrepreneur, you can do at Gospel Driven ENT. Uh, and then online, a website, uh, gospeldrivenentrepreneur.com. All right, SEC, we have all this in the show notes for you guys. Man, go out there and check out PJ's podcast. Go check out you know the website. Go check out the retreat. Guys, I'm telling you, you know wherever you're at right now, PJ can be reached out to. I'm just, I'm, it's good. I, I love this. Another resource for you guys. I, I'm so excited to be able to put this in your hands, guys. Well, uh, PJ, thank you again for coming on. Uh, we're going to call this a wrap here, and we just appreciate you being on, buddy. Thank you so much, man, for having me. I appreciate it. If you feel inspired to take your God-given skills to the next level, download our free report called The Five Tools That Every Marketplace Christian Needs to Crush It in Their Career. God loves when we use the abilities He's blessed us with to do amazing work in the marketplace. So download your report by visiting the successedge.biz slash tools right now. And we'll see you on the next episode of The Success Edge.